Welcome to the Small Business Edge 5 and 5, sponsored by Pitney Bowes. Five questions, five minutes, one exciting guest. Now, here's your host, Brian Moran. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Small Business Edge 5 and 5 podcast. Five questions in five minutes, one topic. Our guest today, Kathleen Sullivan Garman, CEO of Sully Garman Associates. Kathleen has helped clients navigate the world of supply chain for over 20 years. She's worked in supply chain efficiencies, e-commerce sales, 3PL fulfillment, inbound manufacturing, and everything else under the sun. And I am excited to have her on as my guest for today's show. Welcome, Kathleen Sullivan Garman. Thanks, Brian. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, we are so glad to have you. All right, let's just ju- jump right into it. So our topic today is supply chain and uh, what's happening with it. Here's our first question. What is the status of the U.S. supply chain crisis today? And by today, I mean end of February 2022. Well, I think everyone's been seeing the news about the blockages at the U.S. ports and how, especially ports like Long Beach, that there are container ships waiting to be unloaded. So it's created a huge backlog across the up and down the uh, the West Coast, but it's also trickling out to the East Coast too as people are trying to find other solutions. So uh, everyone's trying to get creative right now in getting the containers unloaded and pass through customs and get onto trucks and out to the consumers. Yeah, and and which leads me to my second question because most of our listeners are small and mid-sized company decision makers. So how can smaller companies navigate all of these obstacles in our supply chain system? What What would you recommend they do? This is a super easy question. You're going to navigate that the same way you would any other obstacle you have in your small business. You're going to network. You're going to talk to people. You're going to get on LinkedIn. You're going to get on Reddit. You're going to start connecting with people on Facebook. And you're going to ask others who've already been through it what they're experiencing and what they did to help. Because there are a lot of solutions. I have a shipment I just put on the ocean a month ago, and it got delivered yesterday. So some of the estimates of having 50 and 60-day delays are not necessarily going to happen to everybody, but part of that was networking. I called up people that I knew that had contacts, and I actually got space in somebody else's container. I love that. Love that. And and you're 100% right, right? Tap into your network. Your network is your net worth. Um, And speaking of that, do you see more companies in the U.S. looking to reshore their production from China as a way to deal with some of the supply chain issues? A little bit, but not a lot. I mean, we are extremely dependent on Chinese manufacturing for products here in the United States. And not just the small products that small companies are purchasing, but big, big products, you know, Ford and Budweiser, they buy they buy their materials from China. Mm-hmm. So there are not a lot of options because China has more raw materials than anybody else. Now, I do see a lot of, of merchants that are looking for alternative. Maybe they're looking at Cambodia or Vietnam or India as alternatives to China. That's not necessarily a supply chain decision as much as it is to get away from some of the excess tariffs they're paying for Chinese goods. But it's a combination across the board of, again, Mm -hmm. as we've always talked about every time you and I have talked about diversifying and being able to pivot and not falling in love with one method. You have to be able to pivot. All right. So two takeaways, be able to pivot and and tap into your network. Love both of those. What economic indicators do you watch uh, to get a better understanding of the supply chain market, both near term and long term? You know, for me, I watch shopping. Uh, you know, the, the pandemic was a uh, 
a huge surge for e-commerce, but the brick and mortar stores then stopped getting business. Uh, now the brick and mortar stores are coming back. So I keep an eye on that because everything that is going into a store or being shipped from an e-commerce website is coming from somewhere. So goods have to be moved and that is supply chain. So whenever there's an increase in people buying, there's going to be an increase in supply chain as a trickle down from that. So I really do keep a close eye on what people are spending their, their hard-earned dollars on. Great, great advice. All right, last question. I want you to take out your crystal ball for this one and tell me what the supply chain status looks like for U.S. companies six months from today. So I'm already seeing a lessening in the backlog and they're, they're working on faster customs clearances and they're working on getting containers across faster. I think that is going to improve in the next six months. We're not going to see those you know, 30 to 60 day delays in getting a container over to the United States. Mm-hmm. The one thing, and I hate to say this, the bad news is they're not going to change the pricing. The freight forwarders and the companies that work in that environment now know what the market will bear. And you know the key thing in, in that economy is charge what the market will bear. If people have been paying 10 times the amount they were paying before to put a container on the ocean, they're not gonna drop those prices. We're not gonna see a change in those prices. And I think we're gonna see consumer prices being raised as a result. It's gonna cost a lot more to get a product in. And so the merchants are gonna have to pass that along to the customers. I don't think there's any way to get around that. Yeah, well, it's supply and demand. And I think if they don't see that the demand is there, then of course they'll lower their prices. That That's right, that's inevitable. And I think when you also incorporate interest rates into the mix and all of a sudden everything continues to cost more, but that's great. I, I appreciate that thinking because I haven't heard that from a lot of people who say that, that we could continue to see higher prices. Kathleen, thank you very much. This was our five and five podcast with Kathleen Sullivan Garman, CEO of Sully Garman and Associates. I want to thank Pitney Bowes, our sponsor for our five and five podcast. And we will see you next month with another edition. Until then, everybody, take care, safe travels, and uh, best of luck with your businesses. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Edge 5 and 5, sponsored by Pitney Bowes. To find more podcasts, just visit smallbusinessedge.com. Join us next time for more 5 and 5.